I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, guys? It's Braden Soprenit. And Top Dog. Thanks again for downloading the High School Football Podcast right here on Radio.com. Be sure to check out all of our other podcasts like Ben and Woods, The John Quintero Show, and Gwen and Chris. And be sure to subscribe so you can never miss a High School Football Podcast. I'm Braden Soprenit. And I'm Top Dog. Thanks for downloading the High School Football Podcast on Radio.com. Are you not entertained? Welcome back to another edition of the High School Football Podcast on 97 Through the Fan. I'm Brain Soprenit alongside top dog Chris Smith. We're getting ready for playoff action here in San Diego. I can't believe the regular season is already over on this podcast. We're going to break down a handful of games that happen. We'll also uh, preview each and every playoff division and dive into some of the big games coming up this week on November 8th, the first round of the playoffs. A lot of teams have buys, but uh, we're going to start weeding it out as the final goal, of course, is to get to Southwestern College win a CIF championship, and then go represent San Diego in the state playoffs. We'll have that all covered for you coming up on this next podcast, and we'll podcast all the way through the uh, football playoffs. As far as we get a San Diego team to go, we will keep making high school football podcasts. Chris uh, joins me, as he always does. I uh, mentioned him earlier. Chris, what's going on? Getting what's going on? Podcast. I'm loving it. You know what? You know, this is my favorite time of the season. You know why? Why? It's win or go home, baby. That's win it. Win or go home. There's something to be said about how much more entertaining games are when it's win or go home. And I, I think that has a big part in why people love March Madness so much in general. Because it's like, look, one team like Virginia can get the one seed. They can have all these wins. They can go 31-2, and two, whatever, it wi- whatever it is, and then lose to a UMBC round one. That's it. Boom. You're done. Season's no, over. No series, no nothing. I think that's why people love football as much um, as they do March Madness, of course, as well. This is this is always a fun time, and uh, the majority of the time, it's it's usually won by the favorites. They, they do a really good job uh, seeding these um, you know playoffs. Uh, different formats over the last couple of years. Honestly, we didn't really dive too much into this when uh, we both did the uh, selection show for uh, KUSI. Um, but as you look over all of the brackets, and, and we, we dove into what ones we think are the most competitive and which ones we think are a little bit more lopsided, I think for the most part, and I'm saying for the most part, there's a couple exceptions in there as well, and, and it differs between the uh, the old system of Cal Preps and the new CIF rankings. It was pretty close to Cal Preps, and I think the seedings were pretty close overall from uh, the open division all the way down to D5, would you say? Nah, you know, there's only a couple that stand out to me. I mean, the Santa Fe Christian and the Cal Preps one doesn't make the playoffs. And if you go to the CIF when they used, they're a two seed. So that one to me was the biggest shocker to me. Um, and then the other one, obviously, I've been crying about this for two weeks now. That's Point Loma. They play an entire Division One schedule, and they play in the arguably one of the toughest leagues in San Diego County. They're not even in the playoffs. Yeah, that one to me was a little bit more interesting. Was the uh, and, and like I said, I, I think the majority of the seeds. I thought the open uh, division was pretty, pretty uh, standard right there. Uh, you can make the argument for Steel Cannon going nine and one being in there. I think that would be the only gripe. But at the end of the day, 
um, you know, who are you going to take? It's It was either between them or St. Augustine, right? And we talked about that a couple weeks ago, about the different scores between Saints and their common opponents and Steel Canyon uh, and their common opponents they had with Saints. So you can make an argument for both of those cases. Um, and then again, the two biggest ones... I think came in D2, and um, it was with Point Loma 1 not making it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a, a big gripe, and, and, I, and I, I think that was a, a well-deserved gripe to have, too, if you're Point Loma, especially after they uh, lost the Saints by only three points. Right. I mean, that's that Saints team, yeah, do they have some injuries? Yeah, are they not having the same guys that they had to start the season? Yes, but I'm telling you right Still, now. That's a Division two team and look, it's playing not, them. And they needed to win that game to get into the We're Open. not saying they should be a Division one team. We're not saying no. they should be in the Division one playoffs. All I'm saying is at three, what was it, three and seven is what they finished the season at. They deserve to be, with that schedule, winning three games and beating three Division one teams, I think they should have been in the Division two playoffs. Well, I mean, the, I'm looking at some of these D2 teams. You know, and, and no disrespect to anybody else, but I mean, you got Granite Hills, Otay, Mira Mesa in the first round. You got Valley Center, El Camino, Poway. I, I, th- I, I think you know Point Loma can compete with any of those teams there. I agree, but the thing is that that really gets us is if we were playing this a year ago, Point Loma, it'd be one thing if on Cal Preps they had the twelve. Right, and then on CIF they got the thirteen. It's right. like all right, that's you know a what? slight it's difference. A slight difference. They go from a seven. To a to 13, out. yeah. A 7 to out. And guess right. what? A 7, if I'm not mistaken, hosts a first-round playoff game. They went from from hosting a first-round playoff game, if this was a year ago, to not being in it at all. And I think that's a, that's a serious deal. I mean, if you look at the, like the grand scheme of things, like I said, the open division I think was fine. I thought Division One was pretty much um, the same thing, and we'll compare it, you know, side by side as we as we go through the show. But the biggest one, and I think the biggest team that will have a gripe, will be Point Loma. And if I'm Coach Hastings, and if I'm with the Point Loma, if I'm one of the kids on the Point Loma team, I'm a little upset. Yes, I understand they went three and seven. Uh, their league, which they don't have control over, they can't schedule that um, with Cathedral and with Saint Augustine and a Madison team that has uh, uh, really. Uh, outperformed, um, you know, at least my preseason yeah. expectations. Uh, a Lincoln team that just beat Cathedral last week, and a Lincoln team that is highly talented. Um, that's a really difficult league, and I'd like to see anybody else in Division Two. If you go through the list, I'd like to see Bishops go through that league unscathed. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I'd like to see El Camino. I'd like to see San Pasquale. I'd like to see Poway. And not to say none of them can do it, and none of them can win any of those games, because I think maybe one of those teams could uh, could get a win here or there, but. At the end of the day, I think Point Loma has a major gripe for not being in the playoffs. But we were talking about the, what was who went five and five last year and didn't make it. Who was it? Was it Crawford? Yeah, it was Crawford. Yeah. So Crawford, Crawford went five it. and five. But I said the same thing last year. I thought Crawford got host um, in terms of the uh, the playoff picture in that sense. But we'll, we'll go over that some more. Uh, the other big thing I had. Uh, with the playoffs again, was Santa Fe Christian still in Division Two? They go from having a f- um, 12 seed potentially, if there was Cal Preps, to having a first round bye in Division Two. And the thing that's really interesting with that is not only they have a first round bye, but they got a four seed. And the week before they played Bishops, you know, the last week of the season they played Bishops, and Bishops beats them 49 nothing. So you're telling me the number one seed in that pool is better than the number four by 49 points? I yeah. think that's a, that's little, a little bit. Suspect. That's a little suspect. I agree. Um, but, um, I, dude, what what are you trying to signal at? I don't have all the uh, – I don't know which one you want, though. That's the thing. 
Okay. I'll I'll uh, I'll be thinking about some stuff here. I got some. Uh, we got some sounders. Chris I just is, thought that was a really good point. Chris That's is on. really good with the the sounders. I, I can I can throw in some stuff here, but uh, well maybe maybe a little bit later. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go through that. Uh, any anything else stick out to you in terms of the, just the overall seedings for every division? Anything that you're like, wow, I can't believe that team got that seed, or wow, I can't believe that team didn't make the playoffs? No, I think for the most part. I mean, I think for the most part, you know, looking over this list here between one through five, um, you know, I again the argument for steel. You you lose one game, and and the team you lose to is the number one seed overall mm-hmm. in the open, and you're out. That's fair. No, that's not fair. When the other two teams ahead of you, no, got I two mean, losses. I mean, your argument is fair. Oh, I, when the other two teams ahead of you got two losses. So it's kind of, eh, I don't we're, know. We're not in a system nowadays where it matters. Like, I'm not going to say your record doesn't matter because it does matter. But at the end of the day, it's it's what, it's what who you got those wins against. It's like so my strength comparison. Schedule so plays so more here's, this, here's my it's strength of schedule is a huge part in the game now and, and what they base all the rankings are. But here's, here's my kind of comparison. It's like, look, it's not really a good one. But, I mean, you think about it like um, – Jimmy Johnson said this when he was when they were building the Cowboys they they loaded up on a bun, a bunch of draft picks and it's like look we have all these draft picks but it's not having the draft picks it's what you do with the draft picks so I, I I compare that to yes you could have nine wins but what did you do with those nine wins uh, Carlsbad went out of town and played a handful of teams that are better than the teams that Steel Canyon uh, played. Um, the other thing was that we compared St. Augustine and Steel Canyon. They played a handful of teams that were the same team, uh, a lot of teams very similar, and Saints blew out all the teams that yeah, Steel but, Canyon you know, margin played of victory. Uh, by the way, but I margin did hear of this. victory Hold on. doesn't matter. Hold on. That's team. actually not true. I had somebody from CIF reach out to me. We've been saying all season long they took out margin of victory. They're saying that's actually inaccurate, that margin of victory is actually still in there. And that they paid Max Preps for a different algorithm, and Max Preps themselves will not release that algorithm. So what did they, what did they change? We, we don't know. Then why did you change it? We don't know what whole, changed. If the whole argument— They wanted their own custom one, why? which they got from Max Preps, but Max Preps isn't releasing the actual algorithm to them. Because they probably don't know either, because it's not even theirs. It's Freeman's. I, I don't understand, but after you say that, why, then why would you even change? Why would you even change it in the first place? Sir, these are questions top dog cannot answer. Yeah, the whole thing that everybody was talking about, that all the coaches were talking about, is you had to take margin of victory out. We don't want anybody running the score up on people. But at the end of the day, if margin of victory is still in there, and you have all these disparities between CIF and the Cal Preps ratings, then why wouldn't you just stick with the Cal Preps ratings? That, well, that makes like zero I said, sense. So they said that I, they I, reached out I'm to Max Preps. I'm not expecting you to answer that question. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just saying in general. Why would you, why would you take that out then? Why would you change it? Uh, we'll, we'll break this down in 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 a, in a second right now. So let's let's look at. Um, we'll do the quick comparisons and then we'll break down the games. Well, let's talk week. about last week. You want to talk about last? Yeah, week? let's talk about some of the big wins. Big, you know, big wins last week and some of the teams that you know, win or get win to get in, they didn't get in. So let's talk about some of those. Let's talk about. Let's go back to the Point Loma. I'm saying, let's talk about that game. Well, here's the thing. I think if if uh, Point Loma is playing by the old system with margin of victory, which now you say it didn't really matter, but the thing is, it's like they kept that game close, and the Cal Preps, they got a little ratings boost, as a matter of fact, after that. I thought they, uh, when I looked at that score, it looked like, you know what? Let's rally the troops. Let's see if we can go get a win today. We need this a lot more than probably Saints needs that game, although I know Saints was playing for an open championship. I mean, they're playing to get in the open, so it's not like they weren't playing either. But I can see a lot of players for Point Loma, especially the seniors, going, this might be it. And then they went out full go, and they just came up you know, a field goal short. 
Yeah, I, I I think the game was very close. I think that um, that Saint Augustine had some injuries. I, I know Tyson was still out with his shoulder, so you know I don't know how much that played into the game plan. I obviously didn't see actual film this week or watch the game, but I will say that uh, midway through, I think right after halftime, I looked at the score. It was thirty-one. I think like twenty. No, it was even it was further than that. So Point Loma was pretty far behind, and they came back in that second half and they made it a very respectable game. Um, and, you know, my hat's off to Coach Hastings, all the players over there, the coaching staff, for keeping your guys focused in, in, in a game where you're not sure if it's going to matter or if it's not going to matter, but you're going to give it your best. I think that's what football is about. I think that was a good um, – It's uh, it was a good uh, a, a good battle for, uh, for Fort Loma. Yep. Um, you know, I was kind of bummed they didn't make the playoffs because, again, I'm, oh, I'm a big supporter of the, uh, the, the system that we just had. Um, and is it perfect? No, but I I still think that was probably one of the better um, systems that they have had. Uh, aside from that, um, we uh, I did the Ranch Bernardo Poway game, um, and to be quite honest with you, I thought Poway was definitely the better team, and I thought they um you know they they did some things that they probably shouldn't have done in that. What's game. up with the trick play on first down? I don't understand. So so Poway's driving down the fields, a scoreless game, it's back and forth um, for a couple drives. Poway puts his drive together. That basically takes up an entire quarter. They they start the uh, they start the drive with like three minutes left in the first, and they finish the drive with like three minutes left in the second. But in the whole process, they keep going. Josh Butler, Josh Butler, run. Josh Butler. You know they're marching down the field. They're getting like three or four yards of pop. They're pounding the ball, and Rancho Bernardo has no answer for it. Rancho Bernardo misaligns on defense, so they call a timeout. They're like, we're not ready. You know they're gashing us right now. What does Poway do coming out of the timeout? Which, by the way, their fa- it's like a first down, like in in. I don't know if it was in the ranch in the red zone yet, but it was pretty close, and it was definitely well into Ranch Bernardo territory. Do they give the ball the, on the ground? Do they keep it on the ground? Do they even just let Wisely throw it? Who's one of the uh, you know better quarterbacks? I would say in San Diego. No, they run a double reverse pass that gets intercepted, and you're sitting there like, why? Like, yeah, why? why would you like, do why that? Why would you do that? I don't understand. I, I think. And coach said it on the broadcast, but it's like, and we we see this all the time, um, you know, and and I'm guilty of it too as a coach. But he's like, sometimes we just kind of out coach ourselves to a point. It's like, what? Why? Like, why would you do that? Why would you one, if you're gonna throw a pass, why would you not have your quarterback do it? Right. Two, you're killing him with the run with Josh Butler. Why don't you just give him the ball? Right. It's first down too. I mean, you're you're. I mean, it's not like you're not moving the ball, and it's a desperation play. I don't know. Maybe they thought they saw something, but they throw a pick. And then two plays later, Rancher Bernardo scores. They get a big hitter, um, you know, for like 70 yards. That was Jayshon Williams, right? Uh, no, it was not. It was no. uh, Pilecki. I think his name is Pilecki. Uh, okay. Um, he, he he did really well. Um, but Jayshon did uh, – he, he was uh, – I said his name a handful of times um, on Friday night as well. But uh, it was a big hitter to uh, Pilecki, um, and then uh, they punched it in uh, with their big running back that they have. Dude, um, that kid's a monster. He's how, huge. Hey, how big is he? He's big. He's big. He's big, and he's not even listed as their starter. I mean, he doesn't really get the ball as much. But he, like, gets, he gets the goal when line they gave it to him. I'm like, hey, is, is that the guard? Yeah, he's uh, a big dude. He's a physical running back, and he punched it in. Um, Poway ran like I think Coach was saying they ran like forty something plays in the first half, and Ranch Bernardo won, run like fifteen, and Ranch Bernardo going to halftime was up seven nothing. That's crazy. Um, and then in the second half, it was a little bit more of the same. Um, you know, Ranch Bernardo jumped out to a thirteen. Seven lead, Poway block or 13, 13 nothing lead. 
Poway blocks the point after attempt, thinking, well, that might hurt Ranch Bernardo. Then Poway scores, and now it's uh, 13-7. to They got a chance. And then um, they can't do anything offensively. Ranch Bernardo kicks a field goal to make it 16-7. Um, and then Poway gets the ball back. They drive down the field. They go for it on fourth down. Which is probably the like the good call. I mean, you got it's two down territory. You're down by more than one score. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta get the points. Um, you know, especially a touchdown. So they they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it with four minutes left. Okay, they have all three timeouts by the way. So here's the other blunder that they have. Um, they have all three timeouts. RB's got the ball before RB runs their first play. Poway has to burn a timeout. They have nine guys on the field. Oh, and the thing good. was, the guys that were missing was the corner on the Poway sideline. They oh, didn't have geez. a corner on the Poway sideline. He's just sitting there like, you're watching it unfold, and you're like, are they going to call timeout? Or just, I mean, at that point, I mean, at hindsight, out just grab a guy and yeah. throw him out there. Yeah. And if the guy gets a big play, at least I get to save the timeout. Because right. if they get a first down on the first play, that doesn't really do you any harm. Right. Um, the only thing that would happen to you is if they were to score, you'd that be in serious trouble. That timeout's more valuable in this situation. Yeah, exactly. So they burn a timeout. So yeah. now we only got two left, and then uh, well, that's they, almost as bad as what happened to San Diego Kearney game. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so San Diego Kearney was tied going into the fourth quarter, seven seven. Hey, I'm gonna get to that in a real second. Let me just finish. Let cap it off here. RB gets two first downs. Then Poway stops them, stops them again, uses the two timeouts. They burn the clock way down to like a minute left, and then they punt. Poway gets the ball back, and they have a minute to try to score twice, and they just couldn't even. I mean, it's yeah, at that point it's over, but yeah. it's like. Why would you not just? I don't know. That's they outplayed themselves. I think, and not not take anything away from Rancho Barrado. I thought they, um, you know, they they played well and they had a lot of guys do some good things. But man, did Poway Poway uh, really uh, miss an opportunity in that one? But you had the Kearney San Diego High game, which now you have to wear a Kearney shirt. I might yeah, have to let's, add. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So at the beginning of the season, you and I talked about the San Diego Kearney game, and we had a bet on the line. <coughs> If San Diego won, you had to wear a San Diego shirt, and if Kearney won, I had to wear a Kearney shirt. So I was already the preparing game, myself. When that. the game was over, there was one uh, unique individual that I got to give a shout-out to, and that's Kearney's head coach, Will Gray, because he said, hey, I got a shirt waiting for you, TD. So I got to go by Kearney, pick up my shirt. Yes, I have to wear the Kearney shirt. So congratulations to you, Braden. You correctly picked that. But I will say this. Uh, going in that game, the game was tied 7-7 going into the fourth quarter, and I was standing there with Thomas Marcus and Jalen Booth, two former San Diego Cavers, and I remember turning to them and looking at them and saying, you know, I haven't missed a San Diego Kearney game in three years, whether it's been, you know, during the regular season or during the playoffs or the CIF championships, but I've never seen a, a, a this doesn't even look like a, a Charles James coach team. Um, I will say that they were very undisciplined. It appeared that they were very young and they didn't know the playbook. Uh, there was a couple of times where a running back ran into uh, the quarterback a couple of times you had a receiver back at the running back position. Uh, they didn't seem to understand the wing T or, or, or the playbook. And I've never, I, and all the times I've seen San Diego under coach uh, James, I've never seen a team that just didn't understand the playbook this way. I think that played into the game a lot. I also think that Mario Alves, his mobility, I think that Verlaine changes offense slightly when he saw that they weren't covering the outside. He went to more RPO offense and, uh, you know, it's it's hard to tackle Mario Alves when he when he gets moving. He's a big boy. And uh, I know that San Diego didn't have the size to really keep him contained. And so when he got to the outside, there really wasn't much they could do to stop him in the fourth quarter. I think they were tired. A lot of their guys went both ways. And uh, they just, overall, uh, they didn't play well. Now, I want to add something to that because during the course of this season, I've had 
I've seen a lot of coaches either on Twitter or Facebook or wherever talk about how happy they were to to beat San Diego. And I, I just want to say, you know, I, I think if you if you played that team last year or the year before and you beat San Diego, I think that would be an accomplishment. I just don't think the Cavers are what the Cavers used to be the last two years. So if teams were saying, hey, you know, they ran up the score on us, well, I think you need to take a look in your own your own backyard because that probably means your team's not very good. So to be fair with you guys, um, this isn't the San Diego Cavers of years past. Um, I, I honestly don't see them getting past the first round of the playoffs, and I, I think they're really, really, really struggling. Well, San Diego High, yeah, it's definitely – um, you know they're in a down downturn. Uh, they had a really good uh, couple classes over the last couple of years, and this year it's just not the uh, uh, same that they had. Uh, they they did have a first round bye though, if I'm not mistaken. I think they have the four seed in Division three, and we'll get into that uh, in just a little bit. Uh, the last game, uh, Lincoln beats uh, Cathedral. It's a really big li- win for the Lincoln Hornets. They move up a couple spots uh, in terms of seeding. It doesn't affect Cathedral at all in terms of their uh, general ranking for the uh, playoffs. Uh, they were guaranteed to have the two seed. It looks like regardless if they won or lost they take a hit in terms of their national ranking they get down to 55 now in the country um which is uh still pretty high uh helix also takes a hit from that loss as they drop down to a 72 i think in the country um and it's all intertwined with how uh, everybody plays each other so we'll see how that plays out but a good well, good win for the lincoln hornets on friday I agree. Uh, good win for Lincoln Hornets. I think the defensive coordinator called a really good game plan in that game. Uh, hats off to Bashif Jones. Uh, it was his first uh, game coaching as defensive coordinator for the Hornets. I think he did a really great job. Um, you know, I pray that Xavier Watson is, isn't seriously injured. I know that he got injured in that game. And uh, he's a baseball kid first, so I hope that doesn't affect any opportunities he has outside well, of football. Well, it affected him this weekend. He was supposed to do yeah. a, a big-time uh, a baseball um, event. So, yeah, hopefully a speedy recovery. And a speedy recovery for all these guys because Cathedral is really banged up, and so is St. Augustine, and so is Carlsbad, and so is Helix. And they're about to all play each other in the open division. Um, and for me, as we now transition into the open division, we'll you start see at the, the top. But did you see that Helix lost their safety as well? Broken arm in that Steel Canyon game? I heard he – was he airlifted out of there? Uh, I don't think he was airlifted, but I saw him on the stretcher. Okay. I heard someone say it was like it was a huge delay. And so we, we, we were for the speedy recovery of the Helix Highlander as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everybody is banged up um, a little bit more so – then in years past, and we brought you brought this up a couple weeks yeah. ago about all the top players, and then uh, we saw the article uh, by John Maffey in the Union Tribune. Yeah, that was a coincidence. What yeah, do you think? A couple weeks later. Hey, thank, hey John, thanks for listening to our <laughs> podcast. I think we called that first, but, uh, but thank you anyway. You can look to every team, in the at least in the open division, and I'm sure there's so many coaches listening knowing about their own guys too, but Carlsbad's not doesn't have Noah Vela the rest of the year. Yep. He's a big fan part of their offense um cathedral catholic doesn't have dj ralph yep. that is their starting quarterback for the last two seasons uh, what about christian hall christian hall is still not be tweaked. able to come back yeah okay um he's not permanently out yet but i know he's um getting looked at and trying to get uh, healthy as possible but they got xavians uh banged up and they got a lot of other dudes uh banged up as well helix one of the best players, if not the best player in the county of the last two years, L. Elion Noah. Four years, but okay. Uh, is, not, uh, is not going to be playing for the Helix Highlanders the rest of the season due to an injury. Um, that hurts Helix a, a, a tremendous uh, – and then the safety that they just lost. Yeah, that safety is a big one for him, too, That's because I, I, don't know, I don't know how – you know, Elion was a safety out there. He's gone. Then they lose this kid. I don't know who's going to go out and play safety now for them. So that, that's a big question mark, I think, now. 
Um, you know, Robbie's out, Robbie and, and Demazia are, are both going to have to figure out what they're going to do scheme wise because you can't replace basically your one and your two at safety just dropped off. So now what do you do? You bring up the third guy hoping that in the championship, you know, in the semifinal open division championship, the kid doesn't get exposed. St. Augustine has had some changes go through their program in terms of roster. They've also lost uh, Tyson McWilliams, has had a shoulder injury, but I think he's going to be back. I have, He did go on Twitter he did uh, today. He said, yes, my shoulder's okay. I've been cleared to play. Uh, he will play. So uh, not as bad for Saints. But everybody in that in that open division is um, is hurting right now. And if you look at the um, – you know, we were going to compare the divisions real quick before we break it down. Open division, if it was according to last year – Cathedral 1, Helix 2, Saints 3, Carlsbad 4. Even with last year, it uh, wouldn't have mattered because Helix still gets to jump uh, Cathedral for the head-to-head win. So you essentially, it's the exact same four teams that CIF has. The only difference is instead of uh, Saints playing Helix, Saints would be playing Cathedral in this situation, and Carlsbad would be playing Helix. So what do you think the chances are for an open division Holy Bowl? Honestly, as we as we break break this down, I think every scenario in the open division is highly likely. Everything's in play? I think everything's in play due to all the injuries, to be honest with you. I think, here's the thing, I think Saints can beat Helix, and we know Helix can beat Saints. I even picked Helix to win the whole thing, so don't shake your head at me. I think Saints has the ability to beat Helix. It's not a foregone conclusion that Helix is going to win by 50 points. Okay, I think that I think Saints has a chance to beat Helix. Carlsbad, I think they have a chance to beat Cathedral, and I think Cathedral obviously could beat Carlsbad. I think you can get any of those uh, any combination between Cathedral Saints uh, and uh, Cathedral Helix and Helix um, Carlsbad. Carlsbad and Helix Cathedral. I think you could get any of those uh, situations, or even Saints Carlsbad and Saints Cathedral. Um, I can rank you uh, what I think the most likely is going to be all the way down because I think Helix Cathedral is probably the most likely. I think the second most likely is probably Helix Carlsbad. I think the third most likely is um, uh, probably Saints Cathedral. And I think the fourth most likely is Saints and Carlsbad. I think that's the least likely thing to happen. I think those are all the situations I got for you. But based on all the injuries and based on how all these teams are playing, I think it's very evenly matched. And I think I think this is uh, is pretty wide open. The other thing I'm going to throw out there for you, I think whoever wins the open wins the first round of the state playoffs. I no. think they do. I think every one of those teams, whether it be Helix, Steel Canyon, Saints, or Cathedral, I think they match up I'm gonna, well against I'm the uh, division. I'm going to drop a shocker two. on everybody, um, and I won't release any names or anything like what that. What do you think? Helix is going to win? Well, you well, went on a limb on that one. Well, slow down there, big dog. <laughs> There's a little birdie called me today and said that uh, Helix actually may be getting a new player that will be eligible to play, and he plays a position that's very um, contributing to the offense. Interesting. Now, I've never seen this kid. I, I don't know his name, but, you know, word on the street is he's a, he's a, he's a dynamic playmaker, and he can obviously uh, – nobody's got film on him in San Diego, so that might make a difference. So Where, is, I'm he, gonna, where is he coming from? I, I can't disclose that either. Is he was he on the team before? No, he was not a scout. Was he at the school before? I, you know, I don't know. That I don't know. That's interesting. That's that very interesting, especially but since some of the that things might I know make it, things a little bit interesting. Being able to add the player, add a player before the playoffs. Ah, oh, that's very interesting. I I don't know. I listen. That that's what I got a phone call today about. I don't know how true it is. I'm just throwing it out there that. You know, you may see something we all haven't seen before. Hey, man. He and it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, listen, I've watched a couple of teams last year that made uh, Division Two playoffs and made deep, 
that I watched three or four games of a, of a team last year, and this kid miraculously showed up week seven, I think it was. And remember, in high school football, there's no eligibility period as far as you have to play this many games in order to make the playoffs. That's so, very interesting. Helix, so, Helix, Helix is Helix, baby. I mean, Helix there's is a Helix. lot of people that want to be Scotties, man. That's all I'm saying. There's a That's lot fine. of people that want to be Scotties. So, there's a lot of people that uh, sign the approval for the Scotties. Absolutely. Oh, ouch. Spoken yeah. like a true cathedral don. Hey, man, it's fine. Well, that's fine. I'm curious to see that. I'm not. I'm curious to see this information. I'm curious to see uh, Friday night when Helix takes on Saints. Miss mystery player. I, I don't know if that player will be playing this week. I can't say that for sure or not. I just know the rumor on the street is there may be a new player joining the Scotty. Is this the same guy that's eligible to come back for uh, USC in next June? They got Reggie Bush <laughs> back. They got Reggie Bush no, coming Reggie, back. Reggie's not coming back. I can tell you that. Well, I was going to go. go with, I was going to go that. with Zeke Noah, but he's also uh, banged up from at Oregon. Um, who else? Who else? At Boise come State, but I guess. oh yeah, that's right, Boise State. I got him uh, confused with Samson New, who's in Madison kid. Yeah, I thought they were both at Oregon, uh, but Boise State, true. Uh, I also think maybe Alex Smith is like magically healthy and go out there and sling it at quarterback. I'm thinking of offensive guys here, Chris. Well, thinking of offensive I guess I can't guys. say too much. Oh. I think I've said enough already. I yeah, might get an angry phone call. You're definitely from, getting a phone call from my source. You're getting angry phone calls. I always get angry phone calls. Yeah. Do you hash it out with anybody this week? I did. I you, think everybody out there knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking are you about. Good? Are you Listen, good? Now? Let me just say this. Are you good with them now? We 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 prayed together, and, and I'm no longer exploiting children for my personal gain. <laughs> Now listen, I got to make fun of it because if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? I will say this. Oh my god! When that comment went down on Twitter, yes, you guys see me where I talk. I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. But the reality is, I'm still a human being. And you yeah, are that one, that one actually got to me, and uh, it had me pretty shook all day Sunday. And so I did have a chance to talk to that coach on uh, Sunday night. Um, he had some good points, you know. And there's some things I need to change as a man, as a member of this community. And uh, pay more respect to coaches and pay more respect to assistant coaches and, and just be more available to the general public. So he had some really good points. Um, Did Bob McIntyre reach out to hey, you? Is that what it is? Hey, <laughs> hey. Don't, don't tell my sources, man. Come on now. Bob McIntyre. Hey, he's a banquet guy. A banquet guy. I love that. That's the greatest phrase I've heard. Oh, I didn't know what it was. Banquet. I had I had to Google that, man. What, what is beer. a banquet guy? The banquet beer, dude. Bro. Coors Banquet. I, I'm not from the East County, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what a banquet guy is. Him and Adam Paul are having great conversations on Twitter. Love the East County he's guys tagged me a couple times. Together. He's tagged me. No, he's sharing the love, dude, because you, know? you showed him love last week. You know what he said? I thought was the most awesome tweet he said last week. What did he say? Podcasts have changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's awesome. Dire- that's direct for you. That's awesome. Um, let's move on to Division One. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, Steel Canyon got the one seed. Lincoln the two. Mission Hills the three. Madison the four. As that compares to Cal Preps, what it would have been. Uh, Mission Hills, according to Cal Preps, would have got the number one seed. Steel Canyon two. Madison three. Lincoln four. So are all the four teams the same essentially? Besides their seed, but all the four teams are the first four buys. Um, so you just give or take, you know, a one next year no, or name instead of yeah, a it's three. what bracket you go into, though. That I can makes understand a the matchup. Um, so the Cal Preps bracket would have saw Mission Hills line up with Lincoln and Madison line up with Steel Canyon. Steel Canyon's lining up with Madison. Lincoln's lining up with Mission Hills. Uh, kind of worked itself out. I'm interested to see Lincoln Mission Hills. That'd be a pretty good game. 
The 2-3 potential down the yeah. road? I can see that. I like that game. I like Mission Hills right now a lot because I think they're playing uh, They're playing hot right now. They're doing a really good job, and it and, and looks like they're turning things around quickly. Uh, a team that we don't talk about a lot because they play a lot of out-of-town schools early in the season, and then you kind of forget about Mission Hills. You're like, oh, they got two losses. Uh, and then you go, oh, Listen, they played those hold teams. Hold on, hold on. Before you say they're playing well, they went out and played the San Marcos Knights last week. That score got out of hand. San Marcos is struggling. San Marcos is not what San Marcos used to be when Jason Texler's there. Texler's there. They, so they've with that like, said, they've blinked like three avocado. Okay, the teams best win around. I think they have is against Oceanside, twenty-seven nothing. Okay, that's the best win, and and that you know legitimizes their defense. I'll give them that, but I still have a ton of question marks about the offense. Their best win, according to Cal Preps, is La Costa Canyon. Okay, well, I'm that's just Cal saying Preps. it's theirs, and I don't know. I know I'm just comparing. I, I don't agree. I think their best win was is a shutout against Oceanside. I mean, listen. I'll tell you, that game plan, the defensive game plan, where they put eight in the box and forced Kavika Tua, they, they shut him down. Dude, Kavika Tua is a baller, legitimate, bona fide baller. That kid can take over a game at any moment in time. They ran with eight in the box the entire game and said, if you're going to beat us, you have to put it in the air. And that was the only team that they got shut out by. So, oh. I, to me, that's the most impressive win they have. But even with that, I'm still... I mean, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of Oceanside's defense. I think that giving up 27 points was pretty easy. They probably should have gotten more. I mean, to be candid, El Camino just went into Oceanside and beat Oceanside. Let's look at the uh, the remaining bracket according to Cal Preps. Uh, La Costa Canyon would have got the five seed, um, and uh, in this one they got a six. In terms of Cal Preps, it would have been La Costa Canyon, Oceanside, Grossmont, RB, East Lake, Torrey, San Marcos, Granite. Finish Can I just off. tell you at this point, you're just confusing me. Yeah, well, the thing is, they're just. I, I'm. I'm basically making the point that it's just barely flipped in D1. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. Can That's, we get to the basically games what I'm saying? Uh, East Lake and Oceanside. I think. Uh, let's just roll through this real quick. I think uh, Oceanside will handle East Lake. Uh, the other game we got here, um, the winner taking on Madison Grossmont San Marcos. This was intriguing because a lot of us are thinking maybe San Marcos might be able to get Grossmont. Do you think they can? Is this going to be the second year in a row where the 12 upsets the 5, both games involving Grossmont, by the way? Grossmont no, doing it too much. I, I, I think Jamie Odom, you know, his mastery of that offense that they're running over there is going to be a little too much for San Marcos' defense. I don't see their defense over at San Marcos stopping Grossmont. I, I, I like Grossmont in this game. I like Grossmont in that game as well. Taking the favorite, we're going chalk with the, uh, the second game. I, I really don't think Oceanside's... Um, I mean, I really don't think Eastlake's really got a chance against Oceanside. I'm sure they'll put that on their bulletin board in their locker room, but that's just my opinion. Uh, by the way, Eastlake would have got to host that game regardless if they're 8 or the 9 seed because they won their league. That's great, but I'm going to disagree with you. I think the Eastlake East Titans, gonna I think, you know, anytime you got to travel 30-plus miles down to the South Bay to play a game like that, it's you're at a disadvantage. Um, even for Kaviga Tua, I like Kaviga even Tua for, to get but a win. The, if there's one team I think that's going to be really physical with them, I think it's going to be Eastlake. I think Eastlake's linebacking core is, that is, is a good strong, point. and I think physical. that you know they're going to pound and pound and pound, and they got the corners to to play better defense. So I don't know, man. At home, I'm going to take the Titans on this one. I'm sorry, I, I like, like Kaviga Tua. I like Oceanside, but I'm taking Eastlake. Uh, Granite Hills and LCC. Ah, this one's interesting because Granite Hills plays up to their level of competition, so I could see them being able to, uh, you know, do some things. I know LCC is banged up as well, um, but I'm probably gonna have to take the Mavericks at home in this one. I'm taking uh, Marshall Euchre. I mean, that quarterback over there, he's doing a hell of a job for that team this year. And Granite Hills is up one week, down another. They play up, you know, to Helix, but then they turn around and lose to El Cap. 
I'm not sold on Granny Hills. I think the quarterback over there is doing a heck of a job. I think Junie's doing a great job. I think the coaching staff is doing a great job. But they just don't have big game experience. I think they're young. I think that when, when they get punched in the mouth and they're down, you know, at LCC and it's at LCC, I don't think they're going to respond well. I think LCC takes this one. Hey, they did rally back pretty quickly against Helix. They made that a one-score game. I mean, that's 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 something not a lot of teams could do, by the way, to rally back. Cathedral didn't do that. They didn't get that. Well, they got to a field goal, and then um, it kind of turned downhill from there. Then they kicked the ball off to Washington. And then they decided to. And then they had more uh, kickoff problems. Torrey Pines at uh, Rancho Bernardo. Uh, I just watched this Rancho Bernardo team play. I was not that impressed, but I also watched Torrey Pines play against Carlsbad, and I wasn't that impressed with that game either. Torrey Pines, a uh, story of the entire season. It's been they graduated 35 seniors last year. They had a lot of guys injured and sick, um, you know, throughout the entire season. I like Rancho Bernardo at home, but I think I think the big equalizer is uh, them running the wing tee. They might be able to just burn the clock and score first, and hopefully hang on and uh, defeat RB because RB. Aside from one big play, we're pretty much shut out by uh, by Poway last week. You know, I, I everybody says Torrey Pines is a winning tee offense, and I think that everybody has bought into that. The game changer, game changing player in this game is going to be Braden Fowler Nicolosi, and I think Ron Gladney's got something up his sleeve. I don't think they're going to stick to the wing tee against that. So I'm just going to say, don't be surprised if they start airing the ball out against those DBs of Rancho Bernardo. What are they going to run, I spread think, offense? Gonna I'm not going to say full spread. I'm not going to say full offense. spread. But I will say that a couple of their receivers just got healthy. They're back. And they missed them most of the season. And, you know, they've been working on some different things over there. So don't be surprised if you start seeing the ball flying around from Torrey Pines. And Braden's a pretty darn good quarterback. So with that said, I'm going to take Torrey in this one. I don't think Rancho Bernardo has the dogs to run with Torrey. And I think getting those receivers come back – Braden's going to put the ball in the air. I actually think Torrey may put up 42 points this week. 42 points. 42. Have they even done that at all this season? Nope. What's the most points they scored this season? I want to say 28, I think. They scored 36 against Los oh, Al. okay. Yeah. Um, 31 against – nope, that's not against – they didn't win that game. Um, Yeah, 36 I think is the most points that they put up this yeah, year. They're going to put up 42. Oh, no, no, no. They put up 42 against – um. No, that's not that's a that's a loss too. Never mind. Uh they put up ten against Olympian, twenty four against San Pasquale, twenty one against San Marcos, and thirty six six against Los Al. You think forty two? I do. All Once right. those receivers come back and you know, they've been working on chemistry all week long. I, I I'm listen, I'm gonna say go, you know, go Falcons. Torrey Pines is secondary is probably their weakness in terms of defense, but RB doesn't have a big crew of receivers. I think they could torch them. I can, I can see Torrey Pines winning that game. It's a 10-7. It's a coin flip for me. Uh, who do you have winning uh, Division One before everything starts? The entire Division One. Entire Division One. Uh, Just know you're going to get a phone call regardless of who you pick, so it doesn't really matter. I think your your championship in this one, and I don't without looking at the brackets, I'm just kind of going off here. Is there a potential to see Steel Candy versus Lincoln? Yes, that's number one versus number two. Wow, where are they going on a limb with that? Uh, picking the best so, two teams ranked in the uh, in I, I don't even. Line. I'm not even looking at your rankings, so don't go there. Dude, don't it's not my there. rankings. It's I'm the just seats. looking at the teams. Okay, it's the I, seats. I'm not leading, looking at the seating. Okay, your monitor is facing you. I ain't even looking at that. I'm just telling you. Look I think bracket. it's Lincoln versus Steel Canyon. Uh, and uh, by the way, these two teams don't like each other. Steel Canyon Lincoln. When you go back to seven on seven, there was a whole lot of chirping when they played at USD. So I think Steel Canyon and, and Lincoln, you know, beat them 
every time they played them. And I think Steel Kane is looking for a little get back. If Lincoln stays, cost. I know, because if Lincoln stays with Tyler Jensen, I think they win the game. If they try to do that shuffle quarterback thing that they've been doing during the regular season, I think Steel Canyon wins that game. Chris going out of limb, going 1-2 versus 1-2 in the back-to-back open end division one. Uh, I'm just giving you a hard time. Hey, dude, that's that's the that's the money pick. That's the that's the straight okay, shot Okay, so what's pick. your pick? But um, I really like Mission Hills, to be honest with you. I like them winning it. Um, I do think you think Lincoln, they beat Lincoln? I do. I think Lincoln's the second-best team in that bracket, but unfortunately they're paired with a team I think will win it all in Mission Hills. Um, out of the top bracket, I don't see Steel Canyon having a problem with Eastlake or Oceanside. In fact, they already beat Eastlake this year, um, and I don't see them having a problem with uh, Grossmont, which they didn't. They hammered them, San Marcos or Madison. So I think Steel Canyon wins the upper bracket, but I really like I really like Mission Hills, and they're kind of – I think they're flying under the radar, to be honest with you, because not a lot of people are talking about them. I know you are sometimes, um, but I like Mission Hills uh, in Division One. Uh, out of the teams playing in the first round, who do you like the most to upset one of the top four seeds? Give me your top four again. Uh, Steel Can- so who's got the best chance of upsetting Steel Canyon, Madison, Mission Hills, or Lincoln, based on uh, the bracket here? Okay, so uh, do you think Eastlake or Oceanside will beat Steel? Neither, neither one of those. Grossmont or San Marcos, they have a chance against Madison. Grossmont's got a chance against Madison. Granite Hills LCC against Mission Hills. None of those teams. Torrey Pines RB against Lincoln. None of those teams. All right, so we got it. Grossmont, uh, the five potentially is the is the man. Man, you're just straight chalk. That's fine. That's fair. Hey, you going with you know? Am I wrong? Well, we'll find Am out. Am I wrong? We'll find out. You asked second. me the best chance, I gave you the best chance. <laughs> I took the five seed. What uh, do you want me to say? Uh, that's fine. I, I'm sure that's your dark horse pick of the deal as well. Dark Let's horse. get some. There are no dark. Listen, if you're in the playoffs right now, here's the deal. The thing I love about playoffs, like I said earlier, is win or go home. There are no more dark horses. There's no so nobody sleeping on anything. Everybody's record is 0-0. Zero, zero. You show up, you shut up, and you play. <laughs> you're funny, Chris. Just saying, man. Let's get to uh, let's get to Division Two here. This is where we had the most uh, disparity in terms of CIF versus uh, Cal Preps. Uh, according to Cal Preps, Vista would have the one seed. According to CIF, it is Bishops. It's not that big of a deal because Bishops is the two on Cal Preps anyway. So um, it's that's the same. The biggest disparity we have, of course, is Santa Fe Christian uh, having a first round bye instead of the twelve, and then of course Point Loma not making it. So Bishops is your one, San Pasquale is your two, Vista is your three, uh, Santa Fe Christian is your four. Opening round games. Uh, Poway and Monta Vista. This is another one where it didn't matter who got the eight or the nine. Monta Vista was going to host anyway. Um, winner of that will play Bishops. Morse and Mira Mesa's the 5-12. The winner of that will play Santa Fe Christian. Otay Ranch and Christian uh, are the uh, 11-6. and six. Winner of that will play Vista and Valley Center and El Camino. The game we're going to do right here on 97 Through the Fan is the 10-7. And the winner of that will play San Pasquale. Uh, let's go through the games. Monta Vista and Poway. Who do you like in that one? Monta Vista hosting on Friday at 7 o'clock against I'm the I'm taking Poway. Really? Yep. I like Poway as well. I think they're a little bit bigger. Uh, the Monta Vista. Josh is Butler, year. baby. Josh Butler's a great running back. They got a lot of weapons. I really like DJ Andrew uh, Wisely. Uh, Andrew Wisely and uh, DJ um, Owens. DJ Owens or DJ Young? DJ. There you go, DJ. I know his first name's DJ. Yeah. Uh, Morse and Mira Mesa. Uh, I really like Morse in this one, to be honest with you. But it's like what we talked about this on the uh, KUSI preview. It's what Morse team's going to show up, right? The team that. 
the team that beats teams that they shouldn't or the teams that loses to teams that they shouldn't. Uh, you got a smirk on your face. I know how much you know uh, <laughs> Coach Thompson at Mira Mesa. You've picked against them all season long, so it'd only be fitting you, for you to pick what, what, them. What color am game. I wearing today? You're wearing blue. It doesn't say Mira Mesa on it or is Fear it the Marau- Mega. Is, is it Marauder blue? It's definitely not Morse blue. It is Marauder blue. So Fear I will say this. Blue. I will say this. It's hard to beat a team twice. But Mira Mesa's already, with that said, Mira Mesa's already beat Morris two weeks ago. And I think uh, Leo Miti, I think Fave Leo Miti is a, is a difference maker in that game. The Polynesian linebacker that they're going to move to running back, that kid is a heavy load. So now you slow the game down by running the ball and you control the clock. Last week, last time, um, Mira Mesa won, I think, by what, seven? Was it, was it seven or ten? I don't remember. Oh, I can look it up real quick. Anyway, uh, it doesn't really matter. Bottom line is I'm taking Mira Mesa Mira, in this one. Mira Mesa beat Morse 28-6. to six. Yeah, I'm taking Mira Mesa in this one again. Um, I think they're going to advance. Mira Mesa, Marauders. Morse is favored by three, according to Cal Preps. I like, I like Morse to avenge that as much as I usually pick Mira Mesa, and you don't. We've now roll We've reversal. Um, so I like Morse against Santa Fe uh, Christian. Uh, that will be the quarterfinal game if I am right. Uh, Otai Ranch and Christian. Christian is the six. Otai Ranch is the 11 seed. That game will be played at Granite Hills where Christian plays all their home games. Um, I really like the Patriots in this one over Otai Ranch. I think Otai's uh, had a very difficult season this year. Uh, so, well, I said Christian had a difficult season. It's not it. It's not a typical Christian season in terms of them just... You know, so at the beginning you. of the year, Otai Ranch, I, by I, I the way, called, is favored by a touchdown. I called uh, my buddy over at Christian, and I won't say any names, but he coaches offensive line there, so you can figure out who that no, is. No, so now we can all just look up and you see can look exactly at it. And uh, we put a we put a wager on the line. Dinner. Mm. I said that they were going to finish five and five. He said they'd do better than they. And his quote was, "When was the last time a Christian team ever finished five and five? Now, I thought that was a little arrogant at the time, and I, I looked at his schedule, and I looked at his roster, and I was like, eh, I don't know, man. So we made the bet. Um, I won. They finished 5-5. Five and five. So he owes me a dinner at Chili's. You know, we didn't go Morton's or, or Donovan's or anything, but is Chili's that, was good. Is that your, um, no, is that your it, pick? No, it, it was an affordable man's dinner, okay? Neither so one of us are trying to lose, you know, break the bank here. Is Chili's your affordable man's place that you like going to? You sure, obviously sure, like sure, buddy. you obviously sure, like chilies. Sure, we'll go with that. You don't like chilies. That's not the that's not the point of the story. So, the point is they've been coaching their tail off over there, and unfortunately, it hasn't transitioned to wins. I think these teams are very, very parallel to where they are in each program. I think that the kids down at Otay Ranch have bought into what Lance Christensen is doing a little bit more than say maybe some of the guys over at Christian. I'm going to take Otay Ranch in this one. Otai, really? Yep. Otai's favorite in this game. They have played a difficult schedule, probably more difficult schedule than uh, Christian has had to this point. Uh, the last time Christian finished 500, by the way, was 2010. They went 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, nine years ago. Are you still looking for a 5-5? Five and Because five? I'm yet to see a 5-5 five and five on this thing. They, they all have winning records all the way through until What is Christian's record? Uh, this season? Yeah. 5-5. Five and five. Yeah. They went 5-5. Five and five. Um, three, eight, and one back in two thousand three. Other than that, all these uh, records are basically winning records and ten win seasons uh, for the Christian Patriots. I like the Christian Patriots still. It, I'm going. I'm taking Christian plus seven on uh, that rep. Valley Center El Camino. I think this one might have, be a little bit more intriguing than we think. It's going to be El Camino and their size going against Valley Center and uh, you know their depth and whether or not their depth can hang. I like the, a lot of players on Valley Center, but it's whether or not they can. Uh, you know, compete with El Camino in a, in a full game in terms of uh, 
being able to stay in the game because they only have 30 kids on their team. Uh, I, I'm going to take uh, El Camino simply because of a few players, uh, dynamic playmakers they have. I like Isaac Tina Samoa. Uh, the interior D lineman for El Camino is one of the nastiest D linemen in the entire, in the entire county. Um, that guy is an animal. Um, I like Jordan Wilkins at receiver. I like Zion Jackson at running back slash receiver. Um, I think they had too many playmakers for Valley Center. I don't think Valley Center has played against guys at, at this level quite yet. And uh, I think El Camino wins this one easily. Valley Center comes in at 6-4. and four. El Camino comes in at 4-6. and six. Here's another disparency one for you. Uh, Cal Preps has El Camino at the 3 seed. And on uh, CIF, they're down to a 7 seed. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty big uh, jump there. Uh, I, think I mean, El listen, C- early in the season, El Camino hung with Lincoln, and they hung with Cathedral. They didn't play Cathedral. You sure about that? Yes. So was it who? I, it- I coached there, dude. I know who we played. Uh, Point Loma. They beat Point Loma. They beat Torrey Pines. They beat Eastlake 14-3. Was it Eastlake? They beat Oceanside last week. Um, they What else we got here? Uh, Rancho Bernardo. They oh, lost by oh, three. oh, you know what? That was preseason. I take that back. That was preseason. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was preseason. Right. That uh, was preseason. At the, uh, at the scrimmage yeah. between Ramona, El Camino, yeah. and Cathedral. So I mean, it doesn't count for nothing, but still. I mean, you're going against an open division team. You're a D2 team. They're in the Avocado League, yeah. too. I mean, the Avocado oh, League. Oh, don't do that. Dude, I'm not don't, saying don't the Avocado that. League's the best, but they're not a bad league. They're bad this year. Define bad. Are they the I don't sixth think, best re- league? I, don't, they're I wouldn't still say the, six. They're, they're not the number third. one. They're, they're the, not number they're one. They're the second or the third. Okay, I'll that's, give you that. That's not that bad. But they're not They're not the best league in San Diego. I didn't say that. Okay. I just said it's a good league. It's a better league than What's the Valley the best league? league. What's the best league in San Diego? The Western League. Okay, one more time. The Western League. Thank you. I'm that's biased. a city I'm, conference. I'm biased, that's a city though. conference team. What You're league, biased okay? too. You're biased too. Um, but it, what I'm, my argument is, it's better than the Valley League in which Valley Center plays in. Okay. Valley Center's playing Fallbrook and Ramona. Yeah. And El Camino's playing Oceanside and yeah. Torrey Pines and Carlsbad. Yeah, a little bit Carlsbad. different. A little bit different. They played Carlsbad. What was the Carlsbad score? They lost to Carlsbad by fourteen. Yeah. Twenty-eight fourteen. A little bit different. Pretty close game. I like El Camino in that game as well. Let's uh, let's. We digress. Let's move on. Um, I'm gonna ask the same question you asked uh, for D1. Who's your what's your uh, championship? Hold on, I look at the, I gotta look at the one. Two, I got three, four, Vista six. winning the thing. I like Vista a lot. I got Vista and Bishops. Hold on. I don't want to. Um, Where is Bishops at? Bishops is the one there at the top. Bishops can play Vista in the championship. That's my that's my pick. What do you got? Okay, I'm going out on a limb here. You ready? Are you going to pick one versus two again and make me scream? I'm going to take. Don't say Bishop. I'm going to take Squall. the 12 seed. What? To play Vista in the championship. You think Mira Mesa goes to back-to-back championship Back-to-back D2 championships. Gonna I'm be- the only one who said it, so when it happens, nobody else can claim that. Why is that? Why do you think they're going to do that? Do you like their path? I've- yep, I love their path. And listen, they are, well, Bishops hasn't played anybody let's, let's who's as physical as Mir Mesa is inside. They got Tyler Buckner, though. Okay. Hey, man, you were singing his praises last week. I, I think I was, he's a great player, and, and, but and one we, guy doesn't win a game. You were dogging the fact about those guys that were saying, I could bring up the table. You're like, yeah, you can't be saying that he, they don't play anybody because the kid's still great. He but is still a great player. He's still great. They're not going to win that game, though. Are they going to stop? The guy's putting up like 70 points a game. Okay. He's put against 70 points against who? 
Oh, here we go. Here, here comes the uh, dude. You're contradicting yourself not, right now. No, I'm but really not. I'm you, just telling you, you that this. You, here, I let's, think. Let's, okay, let's there, you it. asked me for mine. It's your twelve versus one. It's twelve versus three. Twelve versus three. That's, Vince got the three. Yeah, dude. They Vince should have got the one. That's yeah, what I said. They should have got the That's one. That's what I said. So here's here's there here's Chris's. Logic. And I'm sorry, Chris Thompson. I love you. I really do, and everybody knows that. But you're gonna lose for a second year in a row in D two because you ain't because you ain't Vista. beating Vista here. Well, here's Chris's logic, and I, I figured it out as I was looking at the bracket. So I'm gonna explain it to everybody. Um, they already beat Morse yep. once this year, so they can definitely win that game. Yep. It was despite the twelve five. They're playing a Santa Fe Christian team if they win, who to Cal Preps shouldn't even should barely be in the playoff to begin with. So you like that win. Their toughest opponent's gonna be Bishops, though. I think that's kind of the wild card. But your argument for that is. You know, Bishops is playing Tri-City Christian and um, La Jolla Country Day and Santa Fe Christian of the world. So, And by the way, Chris the Thompson you gotta, took over the defense. So I know what Chris Thompson does on defense, and I'm just well, telling I'm, you. I'm going to tell you right now, Bishops is not scoring 78 points nope. on anybody. And if they keep the it close, the other kid that people aren't talking about is Elijah Thomas, that running back over there. That kid is an athlete. I heard Bishops' defense is good. That's what I was told. Who told you that? Dude, that's what I was no, told. No, who told you that? There's multiple people. Who told you, you that? Who's playing for Helix? Yeah, see, we ain't going to do right, that. Yeah, fine, dude, come on fine. now. I know where your bodies are buried just as much <laughs> as you know where my bodies are buried. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going to Are you, you not one. entertained? I like the the Mira Mesa pick. You know what? I'm ecstatic about that pick. You want to know why? Because it's a long shot? Because you didn't pick one versus two. That's why. That's the first <laughs> Whatever, one we ever picked dude. one versus Whatever. two. But, and, and it's, hey, and hey, essence. I got something for you to drink here. You ready? Oh, you got that's Big, tall glass of Hittery. That's Pepsi, dude. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm not Let's go that. to D3. Let's go. Uh, this is this is uh, arguably Chris and I's favorite division. We both said it on the KOSI uh, selection show. The parody in this, these teams is this unreal. This is my favorite one and the one I want to watch the most. Uh, this is the one where I'm going to, after whatever game I call, uh, for 97.3, I'm going to rush home and watch the Prep Pigskin Report to see yes. what these games, what transpired in these games. Um, I do think there's a couple teams in here that got hosed in terms of seeding, one of them being Modern Day. Modern Day, according to Cal Preps, would have the two. And as of right now, according to CIF, in the playoffs uh, system, they have a six. So they went from having a first-round bye to having to uh, play in the first round. Hey, hey Don Catholic, fine. I have a question for you. What do you got? Did you ever get that swag from Modern Day? They, they said no, they, they haven't sent you. it yet. No, I need the Sarah. I was just kind of wondering. Did you, you know, hook me up with that? I was just kind of wondering. You did if you got it because that was why you were saying they got hosed. I got Granite Hill swag. I didn't talk them up too much for LCC. I'm still waiting on my Sarah swag. You let right me know when I go street. pick it up. Well, as soon as it gets in, you'll get it. All right, just let me know. I I'll just wanted to know about the Modern Day thing because the last couple of weeks, I don't know. Maybe Joiner called you. you I guys watched them are play. Now. I've watched them play. Aiden Calvert is a really good running back. I thought Modern Day was hey, good enough. Aiden to Calvert win. is a fan vote candidate. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. He's really good. I and think guess you what? recognize that. I think he'll be able to handle Imperial. Uh, La Jolla is very interesting, though, on their path. Um, but I still think Modern Day can do that. I know they're a little bit banged up in some key spots, though. I'm not going to announce the injuries that I know, but I know you probably know the same ones. But I, I know they're they're banged up in some key spots. Um, but I, I like Modern Day and their um, their their schedule and their path um, to get to this point. I think that really benefits them in the long run, and I think their defense has done a a, a big are, job. Are you of not going to talk up. about the obvious? What's the obvious? How hard is it for a kid to come out two and a half hours on a bus ride, sitting in the heat? Because, by the way, it's going to be hot. They're playing at home. right? No, they're playing 
That's what I'm saying. Imperial is traveling up here to at modern day. Yeah. That's going to be very difficult for Imperial. Yeah. So I'm just saying that's the obvious. I mean, they're going to, the kids are going to be tired when they get off the bus. I'm, and it, then you're going to have to go against you could play two that, of the best running backs in the South Bay you could play and arguably game, one of the best linebackers down there. You could play that game halfway between Imperial and Modern Day, and I still think Modern Day is going to win. Well, you can play that game at Imperial. It, it, this is a gimme. This win. is a gimme. Modern Day is winning that game. I think they win the whole thing. But let's, let's break down the uh, actual, the, the first-round games. Valhalla West Hills, I think this one's very intriguing. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Um, Valhalla is not in the same league as West Hills. Uh, they're in the upper league, and they're actually next year they'll be in the same league. Uh, West Hills uh, have uh, some twin brothers that are, are doing really well over there. Of course, Valhalla's got their uh, Baker running back uh, that's a, a stud as well. Uh, I think this one's a very evenly matched game between the two. Uh, winner, unfortunately, has to take on Scripps Ranch. I like Valhalla. I'm going with uh, Keegan Baker. Man, you and just stole all my thunder. I was just going to come on and say, Keegan Baker. Dude, great minds think alike. Keegan Baker. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be the Keegan Baker show. He's going to score three tubs. Three? Three tubs. At least? At, I'm not going to go that far. He's no going to score three tubs. And uh, Valhalla walks away with this one easily. They get a and by the way, great job to the Valhalla coaches, the staff, the community over there. Coming off an unbelievable last couple of years where they were terrible. I mean, absolutely deplorable. And they put together a pretty darn good season. So congratulations to you guys. Hats off to you. Pat yourself on the back. Take them kids out for milkshakes over in and out have a great season. Good job. Shameless plug for in and out uh, The roller coaster ride that's been Valhalla over the last 10 years. I mean, they were in the first open division playoffs. Not too long ago. Yeah, that was when there was eight teams. Yeah, but still. And they had Jerome. But now, but and now, they had Jerome Johnson, arguably one of the biggest backs come out of San Diego. But now they're Division Three. I mean, so they've they've done and I, now well, you get on the your way teeth up. kicked in every 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 year by Helix. That's what everybody in the East County does. Exactly. Everybody does that in the East County, except for Steel. Every once in a while, yeah. Steel might can't turn the ball over six times. We've talked about that on multiple podcasts for every team that we cover. And same Can't thing, turn the ball over same thing goes for By the college. way, I, I talked to Scott Longerbone. And just to digress a little bit, I talked to Scott Longerbone Saturday morning, and my heart went out to him because I'll tell you what, they played a really hard game, and they fought back. They and were they up had, like 21-7, listen, right? They had a heavyweight contender on the ropes ready to knock him out, and they were so, so close. And then for it to come down to that, guys, hold on to the football. I mean – you put the ball on the ground six. It had six turnovers. You cannot win a football game, and especially a team against like Helix. Yep. You can't do that and expect to win a football game. So, you know what? Good luck to them. Uh, the other two games involve uh, San Diego teams going out to the Imperial County, in which I'm taking the Imperial County teams. I think Central's pretty good. I think they're. Um, wait, wait. I, I see that Brawley versus is current. Let's, let's see. You kind of skipped that one there. No, I'm getting to that one. We're going down the list here. All right. You decided to jump in on the modern day Imperial game after I was just talking about who my favorite is to win the league or the division. I like Central over Mount Carmel. I think Central is a team that can uh, make a run in this uh, this bracket. They're kind of a sleepy team in terms of we don't talk about them a lot because they're in the Imperial County and there's always at least one team in the Imperial County that shocks some people, uh, like uh, Central last year, like Southwest El Centro a couple years ago. So. And Brawley a couple years before that. So I, Central's my Imperial County team that's uh, going to make a run uh, at a potentially a championship. Another reason why I think this bracket is so evenly matched. Uh, the last game, Kearney at Brawley, I think the travel plays a factor. I think Brawley gets the win there. I think the two Imperial County schools uh, get wins in their uh, opening games, except for the one that has to travel to San Diego. 
Yeah, we'll go back to the Central versus Mount Carmel game. We'll talk about that a little bit. Central's a very, very, very well coached team. I got to see them last year in the in the, in the championship against uh, Morris. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They play very sound, fundamental football. They run the ball well. They pass the ball well. They communicate with each other. They got great chemistry. Uh, that's a very dangerous team in this bracket. So don't overlook them and think just because they're you know in the Imperial Valley that. You know, this is going to be a walk in the park. Uh, Central could very well get to the championship and return the championship this year. Yeah. Uh, I will take Central over Mount Carmel. As far as Kearney at Brawley, you know, coming off of a team, you know, Kearney's coming off a big win against San Diego. They were really, really hyped, really excited. You know, I got to see Cypress Hill over there. He was having a great time. You know, he hasn't beat that team his entire high school career. So it meant a lot to him to beat San Diego. Unfortunately, now they got to travel all the way out to the Valley. That is a huge, long, hot drive. And it's supposed to be predicted to be in the triple digits out there on Friday night when they play this game. So with that said, I don't think Kearney has enough gas literally in the tank to get there and back with a win. I'm taking Brawley in that game. I hope they make it back safely, though. You said they have enough gas. Stock up on gas. But I agree with you. I don't think... uh I don't think Kearney's going to get the win there either. Um, so there's no party in the end zone? Um, there's not going to be a lot of partying in the end zone, I don't think. Right. Um, but you doubted them before, and now you have to wear their shirt. So wah, wah. take that. Uh, Scripps Ranch is the number one seed. I'd love to see Scripps Ranch win this win this um, division and everything that would mean for their program and, and what uh, Coach Gardner has done over there at Scripps Ranch High School. And you know, being a member of that community, I don't can't even tell you the last time Scripps Ranch was like good. Yes, except for like maybe when they had Brennan Clay or Tate Forcier, like when they uh and they got. But the thing is, they only got to the semis. I think. I mean, I when's the last time Scripps Ranch played in a championship? Have they ever played in a championship in football? I don't think they ever have. I'd have to look at Parlton Sports. Um, but uh, other than that, I I like I like Scripps Ranch in this. I also like Modern Day. Like I said, I like to see Scripps Ranch play Modern Day in the championship. I think those are my two picks. Um, I do like Hilltop. I like La Jolla. I like Central. Um, San Diego High has the experience. I mean, this is why we love this bracket because I think all of the top six teams can can win this thing. You study it. You good? You good? I go? think the semifinal game between Central and Scripps Ranch, whatever team wins that game, wins this. You think that's a championship? That right there to me is going to be your championship. Those two teams right there. I like. Um, well, who's going to play the winner of that in the uh, fake championship? La Jolla Hilltop, Modern Day. Raleigh. I'm gonna take Modern Day. All right. Modern Day versus whoever wins between Scripps and Central. So who wins? I gotta stay home and pick our own guys. So yeah, I'm gonna go better. with Scripps. All right, that's fine. Scripps. I. You know what? I like Scripps. That playing game's Central. gonna be tough though. I don't want Marlon to look past that. That game is going to be tough against Central. I'll remind him at the gym on Friday. Please do each and every Friday. Please stay do. Home. But I know they're they're focused. They're keen in on uh, each and every game. But. I'd like to see a Scripps Ranch Modern Day Championship, and I'd like to see a Scripps Ranch Central Semi. I'd like to see a uh, Modern Day Hilltop Semi. I think that would be good as well. Uh, but this division's fun, and I think all six of the top six seeds can uh, could get a win in this division. Let's quickly move uh, through here and get to uh, Division all right, Four. We're just gonna do picks. No more, no more color. Let's go. We ran out of time. Here. Uh, Santana's the one. Montgomery or Sarah's the two. Montgomery the three. Orange Glen the four. Patrick Henry, the five, La Jolla Country Day, the six. Those are your top six seeds. Of course, Santana, Orange Glen, Montgomery, and Sarah all have first-round buys. First game, Escondido and Classical Academy played at Escondido. I like Escondido. Taking Escondido. Patrick Henry, the 
the five seed, taking on Del Norte. I like Henry by a lot of points. I'm taking Henry. So La Jolla Country Day at Tri City or La Jolla Country Day hosting Tri City Christian. I like uh, the Tories. I'm taking the Tories as well. Mount Miguel and Coronado like Mount Miguel by a couple touchdowns. I'm taking Le Verdier and Pompey at Mount Miguel. Uh, who's your pick to win Division Four? Who's your championship? We'll look at the bracket one more time. Uh, while you're looking at the bracket, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the same thing you did for the last one. I think Montgomery and Sarah in the semis is your championship, and I think the winner of that will win the thing. I'm going to go on a limb. Man, I really want to put Patrick Henry in the championship. My semis are going to be Santana, Henry, Montgomery, and Sarah. Uh, I'm going to pick Henry versus... Oh, Henry beat Santana? I think so. Okay. What do you know that? I don't know. I'm just... No, I don't. And I'll tell you what, that's a great pick, and I'll tell you why. That sophomore running back over there, he's really, really good. I, man, and I can't go out. against my quarterback. So I, I'm just excited and impressed <laughs> and happy that you picked my guy, Matt Castillo, to advance. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. My tough one is Montgomery and Sarah. Okay, I who wins? Montgomery and Sarah. Game. I'm going to get phone calls either way. So. I'm, going with, I'm going with Sarah. I'm going with Sarah. I'm going I, I to got, plead the fifth Montgomery. on this one. How about you take Montgomery just so it says we we both no, picked? No, nope. right, can't fine. do it. Can't do it. I have no. I listen. I got dogs in that fight. I got dogs on both sides of the fence on that Dude, fight. You got dogs, coaches, in like and players. Fight. No, th- those two programs are, are certainly special to me. I got a special relationship with Drew. I got a special relationship with Freddie and TJ McKay over at Montgomery. I can't pick that game, man. I, I I'm too torn. Can't pick it. I'm excited for this uh, for the playoffs to start. We went through the top four divisions. You want to go through D5 real quick or no? Let's go. All right, let's get through D5 uh, as quickly as possible. Vincent Memorial gets the one. Two is Castle Park. Holtville, three. Francis Parker, four. Uh, first game, Oklahoma Valley, Mountain Empire. Uh, try not to be biased with your Mountain Empire pick. Take Mountain Empire. That's fine. I'll take Mountain Empire as well. Crawford and Maranatha Christian. Don't try to be biased with your Crawford, Crawford. pick. Uh, well, I'm taking Crawford as well. Mission Bay, San Ysidro. I got Mission Bay. This is going to be a fun one because it's Father the head son, coach. Man. Aguion over at San Ysidro has to play against his son Evan Aguion at Mission Bay, but the younger Evan got him. The younger Evan got him earlier this year. He's going to get him again. I'm taking Mission Bay. I got the Bucks, Claremont and Palo Verde Valley. Claremont's going to have to go on the road out to. I think they're in Blythe. Yeah, way, way, way. Out yeah, there. no thanks. Take me to give me Palo Verde Valley. Yep. Uh, um, I'll take Palo Verde. My championship well. out here is Vincent Memorial and Castle Park. My championship is think, going to I be. I think I know. What? I'm not going to say it. I want you to Let's say see. it first. Let me look at the bracket make sure uh, this can even happen. Before you start, like uh, you did on Saturday, start picking games that weren't going to actually happen. Let's go, dude. Who's your, who's, your, uh, who's your pick? You're at least studying it. He's looking at it. He, he pulled out his glasses. He's uh, looking really closely now. He's uh, comparing records. He's figuring out what times the teams play, where they're going to be at. He's figuring out the pass right now, and now he's coming Here to Here we go. What do you got? I'm taking Mission Bay versus Crawford in your final. And guess who wins? Who wins? Mission Bay. Really? Taking Mission oh, Bay to win oh, D5. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Mission Bay to win D5. You put your alma mater in the championship and you don't even pick him? Fair don't enough. be that guy. I just said. Hey, you, your alma mater was in the championship. You didn't pick him? No, I didn't. I also picked Helix number one to start the season. Thank the only you. one to do that, by the way. Exactly. Dude, I'm not biased. You know, everybody else on that set at uh, KOSI <sighs> had some bias. You picked Crawford, and then... Uh, I wasn't wrong. Not yet. I won't be. All right. That's fine. All right. You're wrong about the San Diego High Kearney thing. You're also wrong about a burrito involving LCC. You still owe me a burrito. 
Isn't that a burrito sitting over there? That's the, I bought that myself. That's right. my exactly. burrito. Are, are we pay attention, young man? Let me school you real quick. <laughs> How much was it? Um, no, don't pay me for that. See, burrito. there you go. Then I bought you a burrito and you're done, right? You want to pay fourteen dollars for that? You didn't pay fourteen bucks for that burrito. And if you the did, burrito chips and a if drink. you did, it's Chipotle, dude. Bro, it's you, expensive. You went to Chipotle. Dude, I didn't. I You're wasn't a diva. feeling. You're no, a diva. no, no. Listen that ain't, that here. Ain't I was Mexican food. What are you doing? What was. are you doing? I didn't want to get my Nobody's Mexican a burrito food. from Dude, Chipotle. I do my Mexican. Did you food not on the see that they got people sick at their place? Hey, they get people sick there all the time. And you still eat there? I don't get sick. Okay. I'm I ain't just, going to Chipotle. Dude, don't okay. get me started with the whole Chipotle and Me- Dude, anything I with Bertos in the name is okay. Right? I know it's not Mexican food. Albertos, Robertos, Albertos to get my Mexican food fix. It's different. It's not Mexican food. It's not. Okay. I, I don't get it, but okay. It must be it must be a a young person thing. Is that what it is? A millennial thing. It's a it's a young is person. Is it a millennial it's a, it's thing? A, it's a young person. Because I ain't eating thing. that. I ain't eating no Chipotle, man. Get out of here. Ain't happening. It's a young person thing. Are you kidding? It's a millennial me? thing. No way. Coaches, blow him up. When you see him? No. It's dude. Hey, I'm if you guys you. ever want to get by the way, if you want to get Braden uh Christmas gifts, buy him gift cards to Chipotle. No, I'm not even a big Chipotle fan. I'm gonna get you a Chipotle home, shirt. And it wasn't like super okay. fat. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you Chipotle bumper stickers. No, t-shirts, hats, swag. Get out of here! I was trying to find the uh, Chipotle. I was trying to find the uh, thing where it's just basically calling you old Chipotle. But I don't know where it's at. I'm trying to Who find where it Chipotle? was. Chipotle, dude. What's when I go there, man, East Chipotle. When I go there, it's not because listen. I want any Mexican coach food. out there to East Chipotle, and you're on Twitter, please DM me. Please, please go on Twitter and tell me that you eat Chipotle too. And the only person that can't do that is Marlon. Marlon Gardner, I'm calling you out. You can't do it because you're friends with a kid. I eat Chipotle. What's wrong with Chipotle? You don't eat Chipotle? No. I don't go to Chipotle. I'm a grown-up. If I, I want to... Dude, grown-ups eat at Chipotle. I'm, I'm a football guy. You're a football guy? What does yeah. that mean? What does that mean? There's certain stuff we don't eat, man. You foo, don't foo, eat food. Chipotle? I don't eat foo-foo food. What else is on your foo-foo food? Uh, it's Chipotle's on the top of the list. You're just being a pain is what you're doing. <laughs> you're just being a pain and making this podcast go longer than it needs to be. What game are you going to be at on Friday? I haven't decided yet. You never decide on time. I do decide. No, you Cut don't. It out. You never decide on the show. Cut it out. You never. It's Tuesday. That's fine. Don't it's you Tuesday. like? You don't have like a couple ideas up your sleeve of what games you want to yeah, go to? Yeah. Not really. Are you serious? No. I already know what game I'm going to. But you're working it. Yeah, that's fine. But I picked the game to work. Why would you pick that game? By the way? Um, because there's so many better games than that. There's a lot of we have to factor in a lot of things besides just okay. like here goes how your great I, listen, game. I told you earlier is. this year I don't have a degree in quantum physics, so I don't want to hear your algorithm on how you pick that. We game. We got to pick a place that has a good press box. We got to play pick up a good place that uh, we could set up uh, the Gwen and Chris show. We got to pick a place that uh, is a uh, good game as a, as it is. We got to pick a game that helps out. Um, you know that is part of our listenership. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it i usually come up with a list about uh, two or three and then um they they take it from there so that was uh, the pick done? this week are you done um we're picking the carlsbad cathedral game next week and uh, then after that um we got a couple ideas in mind but we don't want to curse it by saying it on this uh um oh now you're superstitious podcast. i don't want anybody to think oh you picked us to uh, be the game and then they lose <laughs> and, right you know what i'm saying so what you don't have any games in mind Look at it. What, what, I might what do the Oceanside East Lake game. That East Lake? You want yeah, down there? I might. That's not a bad pick. I might. That's a, that looks like a pretty good game to me. That was on our list. Yeah. 
Should have went there. No, because we had, dude, and then we got to do something Should've else with there. the Coach Cantera show. I'm telling you, there's a lot of factors that play in into this deal. Just do your job. I am, and that's what we're doing. We're going to do uh, Valley Center and uh, El Camino. It should be a good in one. In case you guys haven't noticed, uh, it's getting close to the end of the football season. I'm getting a little cranky. Yeah, so. he is. I'm, I'm getting cranky. I'm taking I'm, shots on Twitter, I too. I want to so. eat my burrito. It's time to eat my burrito. We're stepping off. Uh, he's Chris Smith. I'm Braden Supranet. Thanks for listening to another uh High School Football Podcast. Uh, be sure to go out and check out all the games. I know all the coaches that got buys are going to be out there uh, scouting Scouting. and getting their uh, two cents in of what's uh, going on. So we're excited for the playoffs here in San Diego, and I know um, uh, you guys are excited as well. Are you not entertained? What's up, guys? It's Braden Soprenit. And Top Dog. Thanks again for downloading the High School Football Podcast right here on Radio.com. Be sure to check out all of our other podcasts like Bennett Woods, The John Quintero Show, and Gwen and Chris. And be sure to subscribe so you can never miss a High School Football Podcast. I'm Braden Soprenit. And I'm Top Dog. Thanks for downloading the High School Football Podcast on Radio.com. Are you not entertained? Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.